the voice in your ears, and the face on your screen. I'm Perfect Purvis, and this is American Football and Fiddling. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Q Floyd. What's going on? We back. We back at it. Week one is about to go down. But before we get into it, the AFF podcast is available on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Seriously, American Football in Finland is currently available on 25 different platforms. Wherever you listen, be sure to rate us. Anything less than five stars will tell us that you are a hater. This is season five for AFF, and we really appreciate all the support we've received so far, and we're looking forward to keeping this thing going. So before we even get into the show, Q, how was your weekend, man? Oh, man, my weekend was great, man. We actually got to watch some football. So uh, I was happy about that. I was tuned in. There was a lot of live streaming going on. So uh, Finland is winning right now because it's the only place football is being played. So I feel good about that. Yeah, uh, I don't know if anybody saw me out there, but, you know, I was out in, in Vanta and Helsinki this weekend, you know, caught me two games, really felt the spirit of the sport. Check the, the social media. There's like 50 games going on, so many divisions. So it's exciting. And now we're about to have the Maple League next week. I mean, I'm geeked up just talking about it. I'm going to stop talking about it. But it, it's exciting. <laughs> All right, Q, it's that time, man. Let's get it off our chest. Uh, what do you want to get off your chest this week? GFL. That's who I want to get it off my chest this I'm week. I'm glad GFL. you said it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the GFL, but if y'all watching this, if y'all listening to this, I expect it better out of the GFL. Um, obviously, it's a lot of teams, uh, big-name teams that I believe survive strictly off of having imports. And that was the reason why they decided not to play this season. I don't like that um, because I feel like you're saving face. You don't want us to see your local talent and what kind of team you are without all those imports. Um, a lot of these other teams that doesn't that don't have as much money as you guys, they're trying to have a season or somewhat of a season because they'll fold. They need to make money some kind of way. Um, they and, and I feel like. And I'm not saying this as I don't care about what's going on in the world and the virus and everything. But at the end of the day, we're football players. Like, if you're more scared of a virus than you are a player breaking his neck, breaking his leg, uh, possibly dying every chance, every time he gets on the field, um, then I understand. I, I really do understand if you feel like the virus is, is a lot more serious than that. But I feel like we play a blood sport. Um, there is no other game like football. So, I definitely expected better out of the GFL. A lot of those teams with money decided not to not to participate in this season, and it hurts uh, a lot of those other teams that do need this season um, to play. So um, that that's one thing I want to get out of my chest. GFL, I wanted y'all to do better than what y'all did, but hey, it is what it is now. Hey man, I got to jump on the bandwagon, dude. You know we got to support. I I it skipped my mind about the GFL, but shit, I'm upset about it too. No, I'm not really upset about it, guys. I really, like, I at this point of the year, I feel like, okay, GFL, just don't happen. Because I don't, I don't even want to have to start thinking about what's that going to entail for the rest of Europe. I think at this point, you know, for Finland, it's, it's a good situation. Because now everybody kind of mm -hmm. wants to play in the Finnish league because they can't really go to the Austrian league if they wanted to. So 
I mean, good situation for us. But again, like what you said, for football in Europe, it's like a punch to the stomach because it's going to set us back. The um, As an American out here, obviously I'm one of those guys who thinks, you know, this is something that can become, you know, a professional sport in Europe. The GFL dropping from an eight, a 16-team league to a 16-team league where two of, like, two of the top teams in the league aren't playing when you're talking about the New York Alliance and the Frankfurt Universe. Those are, are two internationally known brands. I say brands, not teams, brands. So when you take those out of the league, it's going to lose some value from that around Europe, and that's just not good overall. You know, I'm I was already pushing for bring back the Euro Bowl, but if you can't even get teams in your own league to play, how can we connect together internationally? So going forward, going into 2021, how many teams are going to be willing to say, okay, well, we want to play German teams or we want to play against these teams internationally after the way that they were so unorganized about getting together to support the sport? Because a lot of those international games that we're looking forward to, there's no money involved. Those teams aren't making anything out of that. It's strictly to boost the exposure of the sport. Now, if you decide not to play in this season, which it, at this time of the year, you're going to be playing almost in the fall. So you're going to be kind of online with, you know, the NFL and college football. Like people are going to – their weekends were going to be, and they're still going to be by some of these smaller leagues, jam-packed, you know. Thursday, I'm watching Maple League. Friday, I'm probably watching more Maple League. But I can also watch an international game stream somewhere, probably Sweden or Czech Republic or Denmark even. Uh, Saturday, I'm watching college in the morning. And then in the evening, I'd like to watch, you know, German or maybe Maple League. But German Football League, it might be more sporadic. I might not be able to. But you're going to be able to fit into that, like, time slot of the weekend. NFL on Sunday, but it's late Sunday. So during the day, maybe I watch GFL and then I'll go watch the NFL, make it a full day of football. Like even mm-hmm. a team could, could pull that off. Like, Hey, come to our game after the game for the post game, you can watch the NFL game. Like there's so many options of what could have been done to help the entire sport. And for so many teams in the largest and best league in Europe, not to figure it out is just disappointing. So I guess I do care. Ultimately, I said I didn't care first, but then I started talking. <laughs> that's how it go when you start talking. But it's off my chest now, so that's my piece. And, you know, I ain't even, I'm not mad anymore. We're, we're going to move on and we'll survive, as we always do in this sport. All right, so, you know, football season is starting in Finland. Uh, we've been able to see a few games online. Some teams have streamed. Some people, you know, made home videos. So there's been some football that we've, we've seen. Uh, in the past, you know, you guys, we've done, you know, cues, top plays, and highlights and stuff like that. But we're going to go a different direction this year, guys. Uh, Q, he's seen some stuff that he just doesn't care for. Uh, we watched the game, and he's like, nah, bro, that ain't the way it's supposed to happen. So this week, he saw something he didn't like. He hit me up. He said, Purvis, I got to let him know. So Q, let him know what, what happened, man. What happened? All right. Like you said, this is this is a new thing we do, the Nabra section of the show. Uh, this week again, Roman Namey against the UNC Crusaders. And Eric Lee Irving, sir, you are up today on the Nabra section. 
Now let's take a look at this clip. We got Roman Navy against the USC Crusaders, as you can see. Eric Lee Irvin is coming up to make a tackle. And oh, Santhony Letina. Um, this right here, I don't even know what you call this. I don't know if you call it a donkey punch or a uh, stiff arm or what, but Eric, nah, bruh. We're going to need a little more out of you than that. Okay, so here on the AFF podcast, you know, we like to expand our minds sometimes outside of the Maple League. So today we're going to talk about other news going on in, in Finland and outside of Finland. Uh, first thing I want to talk about going on in Finland, Division One games were played this weekend. As you heard on the Nabras uh, segment earlier, uh, UNC kind of beat the crap out of Rovaniemi Norman. The score was 57-14 to 14 for anybody that didn't know. Also, the Pori Bears played in Division One, and they beat East City Giants 15-14. to 14. They had a close one. The Kutka Eagles are playing the Tampa the Saints in Division One, but we record this show on Sunday, and they have yet to play before we record it, so it, we don't have a score for that, and that's okay. <laughs> also, for um, the women's Vatra Liga started this weekend, and on Saturday, the Turku Trojans beat the Tampa the Saints forty-one to six. The Helsinki Wolverines beat the West Coast Phoenix 37-0. Shout out to the Helsinki Wolverines ladies because I was at that game. I was enjoying it. Uh, it. It looked like they were having a lot of fun out there. A lot of interceptions were thrown. A lot of hard tackles out there with those ladies as well. Oh, yeah. And also, a lot of people were at the games. Um, I don't know if anybody was you know, keeping score or tallying the amount of spectators but i was at least 200 people out at that wolverines versus west coast phoenix game and west coast phoenix probably had about 50 fans themselves out there so it was a lot of people out there it was a good time only thing i'm, I'm missing is uh helsing wolverines i'm talking to you now there was no merch there was no merchandise being sold out there i i wanted to buy a wolverine shirt and support the ladies i had to just buy some coffee and pretzels instead that cost like three euros but Oh, well, I mean, I can't, mm. you know, when you go to the game and get all caught up in the, the spirit of it, like, hey, let me, you know, support the game. This is opportunity. Uh, Y'all need to be having some merchandise out there so people can buy some stuff and support the teams. I don't want to hear nothing about it's online. If I was to buy a shirt online, I got to buy it. It got to come in the mail. That's too long. I wanted to get a shirt, put it on, and root at the game. Instead, I got a coffee and a pretzel. It's a good pretzel, though. Very good pretzel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just missed out on like 20 bucks for me, but that's just me. Uh, also, there's a lot of junior games played. Uh, again, I was out there this weekend, guys. Uh, shout out to the East City Giants and Taft Juniors. I think they're called the ECG Taft Mustangs. Uh, they beat the Wasser Royals U17 team 40 to zero. It was a really dominant performance on their part. Weather wasn't bad. It was pretty warm out there in Vanta. So it was good to see the kids out there and, and really playing football. It was some good football being played. So just shout out to you guys. Uh, that's it for me on, you know, what happened in Finland and what we saw and what we were around. Obviously, if you guys, if you have any highlights or any photos from your games or any score updates, you know, hit us on the gram, tag um, American Football in Finland. 
tag hashtag American Football in Finland, and we'll try to sh- uh, share it on our stories or on our page to, so everybody can see what's going on. Finland, we own out here, man. Football season is going. So let's just keep this all up. Q, <sighs> things are changing out here. Uh, we still changing, other, man. <laughs> hey, we're still in other news, but, you know, if you haven't heard, we're going to call this breaking news, but by the time this podcast come out, people should already know about this. But there will be an international broadcast of the Maple League games this year. Um, American mm. Football American Football International, which is a news and media website that really covers the sport internationally outside of you know the NFL mostly. They're going to be streaming and broadcasting the Maple League games to anyone outside of Finland. If you're in Finland, you still got to do Route 2, baby. You still got to do Route 2. But if you're outside of Finland, the AFI um, platform is going to make the games available. And I wanted to ask you about that, Q. Like, what do you think that does for, you know, the Maple League and football in Finland? Um, I think that's a great thing. Um, if you, if anybody that follows AFI uh, outside of this season, you know that they, they stream a lot of games through that website. And um, I think for Finland, I kind of expected this because, you know, it's not a lot of leagues that's going to be playing football. And a lot of those football fans are going to want to watch something. Um, yeah. So why not watch uh, one of the leagues that obviously Europe, one of Europe's top team is in and um, some good football. I mean, a lot of people will be more, uh, inclined to watch now and check out Finnish football, and um, it'll give a lot of these guys exposure um, to get to college maybe and to get to other platforms to play football. So I think it's a good opportunity. And everybody was, uh, you know, over the years, people haven't been so happy about Rutu. Not that anything is wrong with it, but if you're outside of, of, of America and you don't have the Rutu subscription yeah. uh, or whatever, I mean, subscription. Um, you can't watch the games, and I think that's that was that was holding it back a little bit. So now people everywhere, every country can watch it, and um, I think it's a good thing. And I think just to sum it up, guys, they about to put Finland on the map, and I, I say that, and and I mean that literally because some people have no idea that Finland is even a country. So this will be interesting, especially outside of Europe. Uh, so, also in other news, let's go international. Um, this weekend, Maple League is the only um, top um, league playing in Europe. But I think the week after, so I'm saying like next week, Denmark starts their league, another Scandinavian country or Nordic country, however you want to say it. And August 8th, um, I want to say it's the Solarod Gold Diggers versus the AAB 89ers, and that's the only game they're going to have. So, you know, everybody wants to be like Finland, guys. That's what I'm saying. So we we start this week, and then next week Denmark starts, and then the week after that, like five leagues will start. So, whew, it's not just football in Finland anymore. It's about to be American football in Europe. And then American football, yeah, and then American football in college. Then American football in the NFL. Oh, it's like a just a graduating scale, man. <laughs> Don't quote us on American football in Europe. But if somebody wants to start American football in Europe, we gladly, you know, tell you what's happening in Finland on your show if you need a, you know, somebody to come in and say some stuff. Perfect purpose, Coach Q. We're here. We're here. We got you. Yeah. 
Uh, that's that's it for other news. Uh, it's a lot of stuff going on both in Finland and internationally. And it's just like we said, we started, we restarted the podcast after the coronavirus. It's an exciting time for football, really. It just it is. There's a lot of anticipation, and even like this weekend, watching all those games, everyone was enjoying it. It was just a really good vibe, and I'm really glad to be in Finland at this point in time. Because I feel like our situation is a little bit better than a lot of other people's, and we're able to, you know, still be able to play this sport at a high and an efficient level. Like we, it's good football being played. So that's it for the the other news. Uh, we're gonna get into the scoop and start talking to some of the players playing in this week's upcoming games. Okay, so we're here with the Helsinki Wolverines' new quarterback, Chris Forcier. Welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. All right, man, we'll get right into the questions. Week one of Maple League. Q, what questions you got for that, man? Um, first of all, welcome to the Helsinki Wolverines. Uh, this is your first time playing um, in Finland, as far as I know, right? Um, what brought you to play for the Wolverines? Uh Pretty simple. Mike Madeline, RGC, when I was in Ingolstadt playing for the Dukes. I uh, originally signed to play in Germany with him. And unfortunately, the season just didn't unfold the way we wanted to uh, with the pandemic going around. And um, he's had close ties and connections to Finland previously for the last two years. And an uh, opportunity came his way. He departed from Germany about two weeks before I did. And Unfortunately, uh, the door opened for me to come over here, and I'm very happy I did so. One, one of the few countries in the world right now being able to play football, so that's awesome. And uh, two, just an opportunity for myself to get back on the field, compete, do the things that I love to do, my passion, play football, live in Europe. So it's just been an awesome experience so far. I've never been to Finland. I do know that the Maple League is one of the better leagues um, in Europe. Um, I've re- Followed the game closely in Europe since my first time coming over in 2013. So I'm just excited to be here and happy to be in a nice city. And uh, Mike was really the main reason he opened that door for me. So, gotcha. Okay. You be careful out there, Helsinki, man. Everybody knows what happens <laughs> in the sink. Uh, <laughs> what, what I wanted to ask you, Chris, was a little bit more about your, uh, your receiving core. Uh, we spoke to Mike. Was that last week we talked to Madeline? Yeah, it was last week, week before I can't remember, but last time we had him on the podcast, actually, he he brazenly said that you guys have the best, you know, four to six receiving core in all of Europe. I just want to know how do you feel about the guys you're going to be tossing that pigskin to uh, this upcoming weekend? I would say that I'm very fortunate. I got some talent on my side of the ball. Um, as we do know, though, we've had a short time to prepare, so offensively it just it's it relies on the rhythm and the connection um that you're able to make and those repetitions that we get in practice we do do a high repetition volume um right now in practice so i'm getting used to <clears throat> used to their route running abilities their style uh where i like to place the ball and whatnot and it's just all about timing um it's a short season it's coming in pretty hot and uh, but i'm very, very happy with what i've seen um, these guys are definitely more talented than anything I've been around in Europe so far. Um, Sebastian, Sanye, Mickey, very good route runners, very experienced. They've played at a high level 
be. So, hey, just looking to see what we can do and kind of just go um, day by day with it. Q, you got another question for this man? Yeah, um, being that it is a short season, um, as a quarterback, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you don't have to let it fly or whatever, like, because you know you'll play a team another time. Uh, being that it's a shorter season, do you think you'll be more aggressive as far as, you know, maybe throws that you would normally probably wouldn't make, you'll make now because you just never know if you'll get a chance to play these guys again. So do you feel like the shortened season makes you feel, you know, a little more confident, a little more aggressive now? I just try to take it play by play, really. Um, fortunately, I've played this game a long time at many different levels. And as a quarterback, you just got to take care of the ball and manage the game and play within the situation. It's a down and distance game. So just to move the chains, I try to keep it as simple as I, as I really can. And I can get four yards of play. We're going to be good. We move the ball down the field. We score, keep the ball, the defense, uh, the other team's hands, um, and just manage the clock. Hopefully our defense can get a few stops out there along the way to help us out. And that's just really what it comes down to is that consistency and taking care of the ball and moving the chains. Mm. All right, Chris. I know it's it's hard to, you know, predict and, you know, assume what's going to happen in the future, things like that. But a lot of people here in Finland, they haven't seen you play personally, might not know your style of play. So obviously understanding that even before this first game is going to be something people want to know. So I want to know is what type of quarterback are you, you know, when the shit hits the fan? And I, I say that because that's the expression that needs to be said. When things go sideways in either the play calling, the execution, injuries, uh, maybe the defense starts giving up the butt and you're down by a lot of scores and things start to, like, break down, what is usually your go-to, you know, mentality if you're in that type of situation? Not saying that you will be. You know, maybe y'all just beat everybody. But if shit hit the fan, what can we expect, expect from Chris Forcier? I think it's just my myself. I know my abilities athletically. Um, when when things are going your way, you got to remain calm as a quarterback and kind of just become a leader in all facets of the game. And whether that's me, you know, passing or running, I, I can take off and run. I am a dual threat quarterback. Um, just, just knowing the situation you're in, not trying to force anything. Can you hear me? I have to cut out right there. Yeah, we can hear you. Sorry about that. Um, really just trying to take over the game and playing with myself. Um, I've been in situations before that are tough at, at many levels, um, playing against Florida Gators and things like that back in college. So I've been in those situations where I just have to, you know, just do what I can, not try to play outside of my, my abilities, what it comes down to. But I, but I will – you know, take off and run if I need to to get that first down. Whatever situation calls for, I'm experienced enough and trust myself. And also just motivating the guys um, out there not not to ever get down on themselves ever. Um, it's a tough game. Things are going to go the other way, bounce the other direction. But it's really just comes down to that communication between the guys and staying positive and then, you know, playing each play, as I said before. Great answers, man. Uh, Q, did you have anything else for him? That was all I had. Um, uh, you was out there in Poland. And, uh, was Deontay out there when you was out yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, I was with Deontay. Okay, yeah, Deontay. Did he did he kind of tell you a little bit about Finland when he was there? Uh, just just a little bit. 
Deontay is uh, he's a veteran. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout, I was to say, he's shout, a, shout out to Deontay Battle. Uh, yeah. he's, he's a he's a legend yeah. in the game out there in Poland doing his thing. Everybody still knows yeah. him. He has a lot of connections actually with like Finnish football through just being in Poland. Those two countries actually, there's a lot of crossover if you go back into history time. So that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. Deontay. I miss him for sure. He's, uh, besides football, he's a very good person. Um, it was definitely a great experience just to be around him in my one year last year there. So. Mm. Okay. All right, so, Chris. So, yeah, that's all. <laughs> all right, Chris Forsey, that's all the questions we got for you. Appreciate you coming on the podcast. We wish you and Helsinki Wolverines best of luck this weekend against the Crocodiles, man. Take it easy. Definitely appreciate it. Appreciate what you guys do out here for football in Europe. There was nothing like this when it first came out in 2013. So what you guys do is huge. Um, it's awesome. It's the growth of the game. And, uh, you know, someone's got to do it. And I'm, I'm, we're very lucky that you guys do that, too. So Thank appreciate, you. appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. Take you it too. easy. We're here with Quopio Steelers defensive back, Maple League All-Star. I don't know if he's Maple League All-Star, but I know he was our All-Star. Tommy K. And I, I'm not even gonna try to say your last name, man. I'm sorry about that, but welcome to the podcast. Appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, I mean you tried to say it last year a little bit, but it, I think it, well. is it is it Kazaka? <laughs> Never mind, you did terrible. Kachoa. Kachoa. There you go. That's yep. easy. Kachoa? That's really easy, man. People make it harder than it has to be, bro. I don't know. I don't it's know. Cause, it's because people try to read the letters. If it's Kachoa, yeah. that's easy. That's that's like Mickey yeah. J name is J, but if you see the K-Y-E-I, a lot of people like Kai and stuff. So, okay. This is awkward. Tommy Kachoa. Yeah, don't get fooled by the letters. Yeah. Tommy Kachoa. Oh, man. Let me talk. I mean, Tommy K does have a nice ring to it, though. So, <laughs> I stay with the Tommy yeah, yeah. K, man. But, yeah, let, let's get into this interview. You guys got a, a big game coming up week one against the Helsinki Roosters. You know, you joined the Steelers last season. You guys seen them, what, two, se- two times in the season, one time in the Maple Bowl. Week one, going back into it. A lot of questions, a lot of different things. I'm going to let Q ask the first question. Q, what do you want to know from this man? Uh, my first question is, uh, you know, being that we're a few, way, a few days away from um, the first game, um, what kind of first game do you expect uh, for you to have personally and uh, for your team to have? Well, I mean, personally, not much has changed for me. I feel like I've gotten a lot better technically this season. Uh, I've been really focusing on myself, um, especially during this whole quarantine situation, just getting stronger in the weight room, uh, quicker feet, quicker just mental quickness. Um, so I don't think much has changed for me. I'm just going to go out there and do my thing and let the cards fall where they where they may. Um, but for a team, I think this year the confidence is a lot higher than it was last year um, just because we've played them three times. Right. We've won twice. We've lost once. And, you know, I'm not going to go back on that championship game, but um, it is what it is. You know, I think we've moved past that. And I think we're all excited for the challenge again um, because it's a new season, new, just new everything, really, with this year being so different. So 
I think this year there's a lot of confidence um, with this team, which is really nice and refreshing. So I think we're going to go out there and just do what we've been doing every day at practice and doing what we've been doing for the past couple months and see what happens. Gotcha. Yep. Say now, my question, I'm going to get all in your business, Tommy. Okay. And right. I'm going to set up the yeah. question, guys, because, you know, we like to we like to talk on this show. Last year, mm-hmm. you came in there week one. You, you shut down the uh, American receiver, Namdi Agude. You shut him down. we seen it. Put your cornerback, shut him down. Dude couldn't get nowhere. We, we keep it real on the show. And it was exciting to see. Now, going into this week one matchup, the Roosters, they're all finished. They, they have a lot of talent at the receiver position, including a guy who was actually on your team last season. So my question to you, you know, all that just to lead up to the question, my question to you, Tommy, is who on the Roosters' offensive side are you most excited to match up with and, you know, get some work in with in this game? Like, who do you want to, you know, go against? You're asking me who I want to check. That's who you're asking. Right yeah, exactly. <laughs> who do you want to check? Yeah, you said it. Honestly, to me, I know what I can bring to the table. So it really doesn't matter. Um, obviously, Johannes, like, we know each other very well. He knows our defense. We know him. So that'll be fun. And I know a lot of the guys are excited to see him again. But for me personally, it doesn't matter. I I just know I know what I can do. So whoever whoever's lined up against me, they better bring it the whole game because I know they might catch one or two balls on me, but you gotta play a full sixty minutes against me. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Q, what else did you have for this man? Um, just another quick one. Um, do you think this is a statement game? I mean, I know last year, and not to go back into last year, you guys won the first game, but right. being that this is a shortened season. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not that we play each other twice and then maybe again in the championship game. Um, this first game might be the, you know, the most important. Um, so do you think this is a statement game for you guys? Do you feel like this is a must win? I wouldn't say really a statement game because I, I think every game is going to be a big game this year, especially because it's a shortened season. Um, but I think it, it would just be a great, great confidence builder for the rest of the season. You know, if we can go in there and, not just win, but win dominantly, which is the plan. Like that's what we that's that's what we want to do for every week. Um, I think that that will help get us on the right path to just building that confidence as a unit. Um, but yeah, I, I would say yeah, you could say I guess it's a statement game. We can go out there and put up put up a show, then we'll feel good going in the rest of the season. Um, but like I said, every every game is going to be very important for us this year. Every game. Gotcha. Okay, so um, last question I'm gonna ask you, Tommy. Then we let you get out of here, man. Uh, you, you guys' defense. You're gonna have a lot of new personnel coming in this year, mostly in like the linebacker and the deep defensive back areas. You got changing parts, and word on the street is that the defensive scheme has changed a little bit as well. So my my question to you is that, what do you think about? this defense that you guys are running now with the personnel, what do you think about it is going to make it tough for the Roosters to be successful in this week one game? I think we've gotten a lot faster. That's one thing I can definitely say. Being at practice and seeing how guys respond, we've gotten a lot faster side to side, like sideline to sideline speed. And just mentally, we've gotten a lot faster. 
Um, there's not as many mental mistakes. There's not as many mental lapses between, between us uh, defensive backs. Um, I think Santri being, you know, kind of a DB coach for us, he's really made it a lot easier for many of the guys. So I think this year defensively, we're just going to be a lot faster and a lot just more mentally sharp and ready to play, um, which is huge. Um, so, yeah, I think it's – there. We, we're running a lot of the same stuff, but I think the players in the, the – like what you said, in the linebacker position, uh, we have a semi being our uh, pass rusher now, being that Von Miller type player. It's going to make everything a lot easier for us in the back end, getting that pressure and just having guys all together playing as a unit. You have anything else for him, Q? That was all the questions I had. No, nah, no, nah, he, he pretty much hit everything. All right, Tommy, we appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Tommy Kachoa. I don't know why people made it look seem like it was much harder to say, but we're still calling you Tommy K because that's like your like stage name out here. But uh, Tommy, <laughs> good luck to you guys this week against the Helsinki Roosters, and wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season, man. We'll see you out there. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Okay, so with week one coming up, it's a lot of unknown in the Maple League. So right now we're gonna ask we're gonna ask the tough questions. We're gonna ask the questions that some of these teams need to answer in their week one games. Um, let's start off with the Wolverine Crocodiles game. Uh, what is something that you think the Wolverines need to answer to you this week, Q? I think the Wolverines need to answer uh, can their defense. Um, stand up against the rest of these Maple Leaf teams. Um, being that they don't have a lot of imports, they don't have a lot of known names on their defense, um, are they able to get stops when, they, when the offense needs them? And uh, are, they, are they able to, you know, make some plays on the defense side of the ball, turn, get turnovers, sacks? Um, can they be uh, – they don't have to be dominant, but can they stop teams when they need to – and can they hold leads if they if they actually get them on offense? So um, I think that's an important question that I want to see um, from the Wolverines defense. That's a good question. Uh, my question for the Wolverines is, can they start fast and not be overly confident? Um, obviously, I'm going I'm going a little bit back to last year. I know this is a different squad, but. Again, we see almost the same setup. You brought in a lot of really good players, new players to the Wolverines, and there's high expectations. And we saw in the first game last year, they came out really flat against the Crocodiles. It's crazy to play in the same team again. But they came out really flat against the Crocodiles and almost lost that game, but ended up their talent eventually outweighed what the Crocodiles had going. Well, with this team, I feel like you don't want to – you don't want to waste that energy with two brand new teams coming into it. Will they be able to, will they be able to start fast with this new group of people on both offense and defense and not kind of say, okay, well, we're the better team or we look better on paper. So we should be fine no matter what. I really want to see if they're going to start fast in this game. So moving on to the crocodiles, what is something, a question you got for them going into this game? Uh, my question um, that I would like for the Crocodiles to answer in this game is, uh, I guess it could, could basically be a team thing. Is this team able to 
come into this first game and be able to stand up athletically against the Wolverines offense and defensively can the Crocs uh, can they make plays when they need to the same the same kind of the same thing I said for the Wolverines on the other side but obviously can the Crocs offense put up points fast in a hurry um, to where the Wolverines have to get have to throw a lot they have to take chances more so um the identity of the crocs is is the is the answer that i need to see like what who who will this team be in these in these five games yeah that, that makes sense my question for the crocs is does your defense have the necessary pieces to slow down or even stop the wolverines offense which is full of talented receivers and a, a great quarterback i need to know does your defense have the right pieces to slow them down? So let's move on to the second game, the Saturday game, which is going to be the Roosters hosting the Steelers. What kind of questions do you have for the Roosters? Uh, man, it's kind of hard, but <laughs> uh, my question that I would like for the Roosters to answer in this game is, um, are they going to continue to be that, um, that we've seen in the past, um, being that they're all national, is Miro going to be able to still make those plays that he made when he had imports with these local guys? And will it happen often? Um, defensively, I don't really – I just – I mean, I, I want the Roosters to be the Roosters on defense. So um, are they going to be able to stop Corpio's imports? Um, or are they going to be able to match up against Corpio's imports? Their D-line is going to be their D-line, obviously. Um, but I think Corpio's practice just as much as the Roosters have practiced. Um, so the question for me, um, for the Roosters, are, um, are are they still going to be that 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 pass-run kind of balanced offense? Or is it going to be, hey, let's, let's Nero do what he did last year and throw the ball? You know, my, my question for the Roosters is going to be, Will the finished receivers step up and support young Kari and Miro the hero? I think that those two guys are kind of the face and the name of that offense going into the season, but at times they're going to need help. And are these guys going to be able to do that? I think just looking at the roster, they have the pieces. I could go and name them all, but I won't because I want them to, prove it themselves so you know who you are um receivers for the roosters uh will you step up and and help these two guys especially in this week one matchup where i think the roosters are going to need everything they got to beat the steelers so moving on to the steelers uh what's the question you got for them kid um i need to know if the steelers are ready um to to not only just beat the roosters um, but are they ready to dominantly beat them on a, on a regular basis? Um, this first game, we've seen, we've seen them, play, you know, play first game before we've seen uh, Corpio win. Um, Corpio is probably one of the only teams that have beaten the Roosters more than once. Um, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, they've the only team that beat them more than once um, in the past probably three years, you know. So um, I need to know if Corpio is ready. That's that. I don't have any other question other than that. I need to know if they're if they're ready to step up and be one of those top teams in Finland, not just 
um, because all the other teams are, aren't that good or changing out players all the time? Like, is the organization ready to be considered one of the top teams? And the only way that you can do that is if you beat the Roosters. And um, this first game will tell a lot. It's true. For me, I'm going to ask the Steelers, will all the new moving parts be enough to disrupt whatever game plan the Roosters have been preparing basically since March with all the new changes to, to Steelers roster. It just changed recently. There was new additions, you know, right before the season, a month before the season, even the Roosters in March, they were ready to go. And they've been saying this like, Hey, we were ready. And then they put the season on pause and now we're ready again. And the only thing that's changed is we've had a little bit more time to game plan and, you know, sure up some things that, maybe weren't great in March, but now they are. So for the Steelers, I want to know if everything you did is going to, is it going to work? Bringing in all the new players, changing positions, getting new coaches, changing a little bit of your game plan. Is that going to work to stop these roosters? And you got one shot here and I'm really excited to see it. I, I really hope that you, you can, but also I think you need to uh, prove it. That's something that you're going to have to answer with this game is, did you do enough to disrupt the game plan or whatever they have going towards you in this week one matchup? So moving on to the, the last game of the weekend, you got the Porvoo Butchers who are going to be traveling to Vasa to play against the Wassa Royals. What questions do you have for the Butchers? Uh, the questions I have for the Butchers are, who, who are you? Who are you? Who, who will you be this year? Um, this is probably matchup-wise – their best chance to, to – I, I think this is – matchup-wise, this is the best chance for the Butchers to show who they are um, because they're playing against a team that uh, we don't really know much about as far as the roster. We do know some players that have played that before, um, but I think how will they play going on the road, going so far? Um, are you ready to challenge the, uh, the Vossa Royals? Um, obviously, the Royals playing at home is, is an advantage for them. It's a long trip, but um, – is Jabari ready to take this team um, to another level um, this season um, with what they have? I mean, they don't have a lot of imports, but obviously he's the center of, of everything that goes on the offense. So my question is, uh, is, is he ready to go? Are, are the Butchers ready to go? My question for the Butchers is, is this defense capable? Is it capable of stopping anyone? And I know that might come off a little harsh, but that's the question is, can you stop anybody? Uh, this defense has not been good in a while. We haven't seen any, any major changes in the roster going into the season that will inspire us to think that this defense is going to be good. So I really need to see in this week one when the Royals are another team of random pieces here and there, not 100% sure what they're going to be great at, are you going to be able to stop them? And they're anyone, because we really don't have a great idea about what the Royals are going to bring to the table offensively, but can you stop them? Is your defense ready? I think the offense of the Butchers is in good hands with Jabari, and they'll be fine, but I don't even care. I think that's offense that can it can play good, it can play bad, but it doesn't matter if the defense doesn't stop the other team. So is this defense capable of stopping anyone? I need to find that out in week one. If you, if you make good stops against the Royals, I can, you know, depend on you going forward that 
you're going to get better and you have a good base point. But if the Royals come through and score 40 points, I mean, I'm not, I'm not seeing them as like the best offense in the league. And that's just being realistic right now. The Royals has never been a team that wants to score for 40 points. And I don't think that's changing over this season. So if they come out and put up a lot of points in this defense, you didn't prove it. So my, my question again is, is this defense capable of stopping anyone? Uh, moving on to the Royals. What do you got for them? What's the question you want answered? Uh, the question for the Royals, uh, how are you going to start this season off? How are you going to start this season off? Are you going to start it off with a win? Uh, one thing that we do know, like I always say, you can never count out the Royals. Never. Uh, some kind of way. I mean, they got one of the best head coaches coming in. Um, they have a few, you know, players coming from Sweden. Um, they had a quarterback. They got Seppo playing. I mean, the heart of this team, they got Tom Swolski. The heart of this team is, is, is immaculate. I mean, these guys will fight to the end, and uh, you just got to commend them for that. But are they going to do that right now coming into playing the Butchers? Are they going to start it off with a win? Man, that's a good one. <laughs> my, my, my question for the Royals is do they have that Sisu? That that finished spirit. Do they have that, you know, that is what it is that I'm gonna get it done. I think that we've we've kind of always given the Royals a benefit of the doubt, as we should, because they've always been a team that's been able to, you know, pull it out. And this is one of those seasons where, like you said, the core, I trust in them a hundred percent. Like one-on-one, these guys, I think that they're gonna be able to get it done. And, and you those are guys that if you get into it at the club and need somebody to have your back, I would love to have Seppo on, on my side, you know? <laughs> like, yes, mm-hmm. that's what their their core is made of. A Tom Suosti, I know I can trust that man, but does the team have it? We, we've seen the, you know, the, the online videos and the practice videos. It's a small amount of people. It's a small group. So it's going to take more than just having good players. They're going to have to, play better than they are they're gonna have to come from situations that they're not expected to win they're gonna have to show that they have something more than talent something more than skill and that's that sisu and do they have it i want to see it week one because i think playing against the butchers this is that who's in the playoffs who's out of the playoffs game out of these two teams this is the game that gives you a closer edge to the playoffs so if they have it in them they're going to do whatever it takes to win this game. So I'm, I'm interested to see that and answer my question, guys. Do you have that season? Mm-hmm. The Maple League kicks off this Thursday with the Senegal Crocodiles traveling to the Helsinki Wolverines. And then on Friday, the Roosters, the Helsinki Roosters, will host the Quopio Steelers. And the games will end on Saturday with the Porvo Butchers traveling to Vasa to play against the Wasa Royals. Our panel of football experts will pick the winners for this week's game on our Instagram account at American Football in Finland. So feel free to find us in the comments with your thoughts, and we'll see you out there. That's it for this episode of American Football in Finland. Hope it was worth the listen and the watch. Q, any last words before we get out of here, man? Uh, only last words I got is, uh, like I said before, I know it's a lot going on in the world right now, 
Um, I believe in unity. I believe that football is one of those things that bring people from all over, every race, um, every culture together. Um, so with, I think without we need football right now. I think we need it so bad um, because it kind of takes everybody's minds off of uh, the divisive things that are going on in the world right now. So um, let's, let's, let's enjoy each other. Let's enjoy the sport. And uh, let's keep, you know, working together and trying to make change. So that's all I got. That's perfect, man. If you enjoy the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate us five stars as well. Anything less tells us you are a hater. You can follow us on the gram and Facebook at American Football in Finland. Until next time, never forget. T-I-F. We gone.